Welcome to the Tilted Takes Podcast. Hello and welcome back to the Tilt It Takes podcast. This is episode number two. We are back for, uh, we're going to do some recap. We're going to do some predictions slash looking towards uh, an event that's actually happening today. We just want to talk about it a little bit before it actually takes place. Uh, if this is your first time listening, welcome to the show. This is the Tilt It Takes podcast all about competitive Fortnite. I'm joined with my co-host. My name is Endless, of course, but my co-host's name is the Panda Bear. How's it going, man? What's going on, everybody? We have a lot to talk about in this show. We wanted to get this episode out earlier, but we also have real life things, folks. I, I hope you guys understand that. So Shocker. We're just gonna we're gonna record now. We're gonna talk about the E3 event that is happening today. So this is gonna be more of like this is just what we're excited about and what we think may happen. We could be really wrong, or we may predict exactly what's gonna happen. But I'm pumped to watch that later on tonight. We're gonna recap some Friday Fortnite from last week, the June 8th uh, event, and then. Later on this week, we may talk about the next uh, Friday Fortnite, or we'll just keep recapping them like we uh, like we do on this episode. But uh, let's go ahead and get right into it. Last week's Friday Fortnite was a pretty exciting one. I don't know if it was my favorite one yet, but uh, not a new winner, unfortunately. We had a, a repeat the first time. Uh, the Phase Boys, they go ahead and uh, win once again. TFU and Cloaksy, man, they're just really showing how dominant they are right now in the in the Fortnite scene. Um, what I thought was really cool is that you saw a TSM pair coming to the finals there. So you actually saw a little bit of the team competitiveness kick in. So you had the TSM boys versus the phase. So, uh, so yeah, I thought it was a pretty exciting one overall, but, but uh, was, what do you think? What was your, what was your probably favorite matchup of the, of the tournament? Well, I thought it was really, really interesting seeing, you know, like we already you just mentioned, the TSM boys, Daquan, and finally pairing up with Camille's, getting him in there with him instead of Daquan playing. He's been playing with a couple, you know, random, not random, but uh, nothing to do really with TSM when it comes to uh, partner-wise. So seeing the four, Myth and Ham, and then you got Daquan and Camille's pairing up was really refreshing. I think Camille's brought a lot to the table for Daquan, and they played a lot better together than Daquan has in the past. And the other TSM boys... You know, Myth was pretty heavy. Ham definitely tried to carry him as much as possible. But unfortunately, we saw them go ahead and fall against Reaver and Tim the Tapman, which me, I subbed to Tim. Tim is my favorite streamer. So I definitely was watching Tim all Friday. Tim, unfortunately, his partner, Dr. Lupo, missed his flight, couldn't make it. So Tim just had to pull someone out. Reaver is someone that Tim plays with on stream a lot. And Reaver is actually really, really good at Fortnite. Better than Tim. Actually carried Tim. And uh, they played really well. It was crazy. It's a lot of weight to carry. It's a lot of weight to carry. Yeah, that's true. But <laughs> I don't know if you saw any of the Tim and Reaver games, but especially uh, once they once they got up against Myth and Ham, I definitely did not. You know, I I don't think people were expecting them to beat them. But we kind of talked about it before we started recording. But Myth got knocked within the first like first couple minutes of both matches. Right, and I mean, I got to see the very first match of their two. Um, so I saw, I saw myth go down, 
I saw Hamlin's go down, and then I saw Reaver and Tim obviously get out to, I think it was like a 13-kill lead or somewhere in the low teens, somewhere in that range. Mm-hmm. Um, so then, yeah, so then, I'm, so then Myth and uh, Hamlin's were talking about what their kind of strategy was to get back in it, So because I had flipped over to Myth because I wanted to see what was going on there. And they decided to split, and, you know, I mean, just that, that RNG, that bad gamer luck, Myth, Myth never saw a gun. Yeah, Myth never got a gun. Myth went down, and I mean that was pretty much all all she wrote. And it's nothing against Myth. I think the dude's one of the top players in the world. But if you look at any time he's become in the spotlight, whether it's the the Ninja event in Vegas or it's any of these tournaments, I I mean he really hasn't performed up to what people expect. Right, which brings me to the next and another great talking point is. I've been spending some time on the Reddit. There's a competitive Reddit out for Fortnite. There's the normal Reddit for Fortnite. You know, someone brought up a point and started a really good discussion. You know, is Myth a TSM caliber player? Like you already just mentioned, these phase and in, in TSM players, these are the best players. These are the squads we want to see facing off. So you want the best players on a squad. And someone challenged Myth only because recently Myth has been performing as well. He's definitely been getting carried by Hamlins. I mean, you personally, where do you think Myth falls maybe in the house? Let's rank the house. House real quick between the four the four guys i know maybe me and you don't watch all of them equally we pro i probably watch myth and hamlin's more i'm not as big a fan of daquan but i've been seeing him in the tournament for me myth is like third or maybe even fourth just because i've been seeing camille's more and more recently and and for me myth hasn't been playing as well as i thought he could in some of these events Right, and honestly, I'd probably agree with you. I'd probably go Hamlin's one, Daquan two. Those those two, I think, are by far the top two. They're both insanely good. Um, Camille's, I haven't seen much of. I'll be honest there. I just haven't seen much of his. I haven't seen streams. I haven't seen videos. I, I don't know. Because mm-hmm. like with the Daquan stuff, I've seen some of the Friday Fortnite, and I've seen some of his highlights just on YouTube. Um, but I think Miss Big Problem right now is that, A, he's the captain, so people are going to look to him to be more more of a leader and they expect him to be better and kind of lead the team in a direction where they need to go to win. And again, I think we all forget the dude's 18. Yeah. The dude is 18 years old. Pretty sure he dropped out of high school. I mean, he graduate. Didn't he graduate or no? I thought he just, I thought he just stopped. I I don't know. I 100% do not know. Right, and he might have. I mean, my bad if he didn't. But I've, I've, what I'm pretty sure is that the story was that he told his parents he wanted to stop because he okay. thought he had a chance in the community, and they ended up backing him. Obviously, scared at first because what, what are you going to tell a kid that's wanting right. to back out of high school? I mean, <laughs> so they were scared at first, um, but then they saw what was going on with the stream and what was going on team wise, and and obviously they have us back 100 percent now. Right. So I think, I think myth. Myth may be struggling right now, but it also leaves a lot of room to grow and show people really what he can do once he kind of maybe finds that that courage and that not necessarily courage, but just the I don't, like I the guts to really just yeah. go through with it. You know what I mean? Yeah, that and the experience. Time will come. I mean, he is the captain. He is the one that put that team together. So. Right. At least he did a, an excellent job of picking, you know, talented people, and they're not just people. You're not. They're not just talented competitive players. They are, you know, true entertainers as well. So, I mean, I think TSM is okay. I, I think they're definitely below the Phase Clan. Phase is a really, really talented group. 
Um, but yeah, that's it was just an interesting thread. A lot of people defending Miss, saying, you know, he has been disappointing. But like you just kind of mentioned, I think he has to grow and he'll figure things out. It's super early. That's the best thing about Fortnite. Like we kind of mentioned in episode one. Um, if you haven't listened to episode one, that was just kind of an intro. Panda and I gave a background of who we are, why we started this, you know, some of the stuff in our past history. Go back and listen. Um, but what else do we want to talk about? There's other things we want to mention. Obviously, we haven't even talked about Ninja, but... I, I would say this is... And honestly, and that's where my favorite match of the entire tournament came from that I watched personally. Is, I mean, Ninja had, to me, he had his best partner yet today, and that was Courage from Optic. And I'm a big fan of Courage. Courage is by far one of my favorite streamers. The dude to me is hilarious. I love watching his stuff. But yeah, I think it was cool for Courage to kind of go out there and, and show, what, show what he has, really. And it was kind of funny because he did it against teammates basically yeah now baldy 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 and drama are two guys that came out as uh part of the optic Fortnite team and that's who they ended up squaring off of off against in round three so it was ninja and Op- uh, ninja and courage sorry versus baldy and drama and i mean it was insane i mean i'm pretty sure it was oh it the the kill count was insane i think they were down by two going into the second game and i mean we're talking kills in the 30s and 40s at the end it just the way they went about it and the amount of kills they had and the drama at the end courage literally wiped out an entire squad to seal the deal (laughs) in the second game so it was it was definitely a crazy moment to watch and it was it was kind of cool to see courage go out there and be like yeah i'm not actually on the optic Fortnite team but here's what i got and then it doesn't help to have arguably one of the best Fortnite players in the world is your teammate yeah he he added a lot he he added a very very strong competitive background when you watch courage in a competitive setting he's nowhere near as entertaining when he's entertaining when he's having fun courage's comms are insane he's constantly calling out rotations where players may be he because he's a ex you know call of duty pro so he is so right. used it's that, to it's that cast yeah it's that caster background. yeah too. he's so used to just being in that scene and it probably works great for ninja because when i watch ninja in his halo days that's how they operate they're constantly communicating you know 24 7 and ninja again like you said one of the best players and seeing him have someone that when ninja was down courage could clutch i'm not saying richard or lupo can't uh they definitely can but i feel like courage when this in this situation and some of the matches we saw courage did a, a much better job of clutching and being able to perform and, and allow uh the, the duo to move on in some cases but baldy exactly. and i don't and I don't think it's that they didn't clutch. Yeah. It's just, or I don't think it's that they can't clutch. I think it's just that they didn't clutch. Richard, two weeks in a row, didn't. Lupo didn't, la- or the week before. So it was kind of nice to see Courage go out there and be able to help Ninja out. Like, obviously, and, and I mean, Courage, I won't say carried, but Courage played right up there with him. There was oh, no, gosh, yes. this wasn't something that Ninja was just going out and 20 kills and Courage had two. Like, they were right there neck and neck. So it was just, it was awesome to see, like you said. And I think it's one of the biggest keys to it, like you said, was the comms. But Courage is all about the hype. Courage is <laughs> all about hyping up the teammate. And you just see him, you see him getting up out of his chair and yelling and jumping around. And I think Ninja ate it up. He wouldn't, he wouldn't really show it. And I think that's the competitor, competitor mm-hmm. in him. But he, he, I think he loved every single second of it. Because if you watch any of his streams, the reason he stopped playing like stuff like squads was because it would just get too loud and there were no comms. Ninja loves comms because again, (laughs) Ninja can't as, 
as funny as he can get sometimes and joke around, I don't think there's ever a time he's not right. super serious about winning the game. So it's just it was definitely a fun fun duo to see, and I, I hope they play again because I think they can keep going far. And it's just interesting to see how far those kind of non pro players go and what they do against pro players like Baldy and Drama or Daquan and Camille's who ended up knocking them out in the next round. So yep. just interesting there. Yeah, the Baldy and Drama was a really, really interesting match because I watched them uh, the last Saturday when they did like, the smaller streamer event, and they kind of wiped the field. They wiped it clean. They won it. They got the invite to the to the actual Friday Fortnite. They also got picked up right before it started to be officially a part of the Optic crew. So, yeah, that was a great matchup. You mentioned earlier about some 30, 40, you know, some big kill games. Let's go ahead real quick. Let's look back to round one when we go ahead and look at uh, – we can look at here. Let me find it real quick. Uh, Nick E30, One Shot Girl, Vicstar, and Tiny, they went ahead and oh. dropped – the new record and it was like 50 something i don't remember the exact 53 53 as a as a group as a squad that's over half the lobby they killed over half the lobby that's insane and the funniest thing about it is that is obviously they were split it's literally it's almost like you went and put two teams in corners and said just go kill everybody you wipe out over half a map yeah and the and the we mentioned Vixar and Tiny just because them being the people that had a great run in the last week. Of course, they get uh, first rounded here. Try down the losers bracket immediately. They were up against a pretty tough match. One shot girl, she is she's pretty good. She makes some pretty amazing plays. Uh, and there's a couple other girls that have been playing that are just really, really fun to watch and see them just compete on the same level as everyone else. Um, let's see. Any other first round? I mean, a little. Or- a little preview of to E3 later that we're going to talk about. I think that's something that'll be interesting to see there is that you'll see, you'll see a couple more girl streamers and players in that tournament. And you'll be able to see really what they can do compared to the, the big names that we know. So it'll be interesting to see there and we can talk about that later, obviously. Yeah, for sure. Um, okay. So yeah, back to first rounds. Uh, Kenneth has been playing with Nade Shot. Kenneth did just officially get picked up by the 100 Thieves squad. Nade, you know, it's really interesting. Nade, you can see the difference of age here, right? When I was watching them, I was watching Nade for a bit. I'm a pretty big fan of his. I don't watch him crazy as much as I watch Courage and Tim. But, you know, Kenneth was getting real frustrated because, uh, let's see, who was he playing? It was against Typical Gamer and Sword Thief. They do a more style of maybe they trail the other team. They kind of try to get some KS, kill some... Uh, steal some kills um and kenneth was getting real frustrated and Nate shots look man like you gotta stop complaining every time they steal your kill like that's just part of the game like move on let's just try to you know focus on getting another kill and kenneth was like getting real upset and Nate's like you gotta stop and it was kind of interesting seeing Nate take a part like almost like a coach manager type position it's like look this is not good for your mentality it's not good for your teammates it's too negative let's get positive and let's keep playing and Kenneth's like okay okay I'm sorry I'm sorry so it was cool seeing Kenneth get picked up by Nate shot and for the organization and to see Nate being like you know taking a younger player under his wing and being like this is how you need to act and the mindset you need in a competitive setting Right, that's definitely one competitive team that I'm gonna watch very closely. Um, I enjoy, I enjoy Nade Shot. Um, my younger brother's huge, huge Nade Shot guy, so obviously I know a little bit there from talking with him. But I mean, I just, I think Hundred Thieves as a as a team in general is really cool, and now they got that Fortnite team. Definitely something to check out there. Yeah. So 
you know, looking at, let's look at round four here, kind of who the finalized, like the, the final people were. We already mentioned them a little bit. Let me just finalize it so we can move on and finish out uh, the June 8th, Friday Fortnite. Daquan, Camille's versus Ninja and Optic. Daquan and Camille's win that. Uh, Tfue and Cloakies, Cloaks, okay, I can't, I can't speak, guys. Let's just move on. Versus Reaver and Tim. Uh, Tim and Reaver finally lose. They were on a hot streak. I thought they were going to continue it. They actually put up a great fight against FaZe Clan, too. Like, it wasn't like FaZe completely destroyed them. Uh, they did a pretty decent job in that matchup as well. So, the losers bracket-wise, I kind of did fall off in the losers bracket. We did see uh, King Richard and Aimbot Calvin make their way back through the losers bracket. I know we talked about King Richard, especially with him being on Team Envious. He's looking for, he's trying, he's a team captain. He's trying to form his own team. He's been playing a lot of Aimbot Calvin, and Calvin's good. I don't know if... Calvin's interested in the competitive scene becoming a pro player, but I think we'll continue to see King Richard playing with him in the future. Definitely. And I mean, it's just one of those things where you understand how good those guys are and, and King Richard being able to be on a different team other than with Ninja gets him out of that spotlight a little bit and lets him play his own game. So I just, and I going back to the phase matches, I mean, we've seen phase have close matches, but then they'll post something out like what Closey did to Ninja and Richard a couple weeks ago, where he's like, hey, I'm going to go bait them over here. You <laughs> go into Salty and wipe out the squad. And that's literally what happened. He's just shooting at a shed. And then you cut back to Ninja's stream, and you're, Ninja's going, you know what? Closey's smart enough to bait us. I wonder what this might be. And Ninja got kind of tired of the kind of playing games with the shed, shoots the shed down, no one's in there. You look at the kill feed and T-Fuse going off, killing four people. Right. So FaZe, I, those two, man, T-Fuse and Cloaksy, every week in, week out, are going to be favorites to win. Yeah. Yes, they've won it twice. They're the first team to win it twice. I would bet my right hand that they're going to be the first team to win it three times. So, I mean, <laughs> I don't I don't see their dominance stopping anytime soon. Right. We did have, once again, more of the – the quote-unquote cheating, the cheating word, I think, in this Friday Fortnite, this format, is a little uh, intense. It's not like hacking cheating. It's not like that intense. But let's say the Ninja Optic, or Ninja Courage, excuse me, versus Vic and Tiny in the loser's bracket. Ninja may have shot out a ramp that Tiny was in, I believe, and it just... It didn't really necessarily affect the end of the game, but that was against the rules. Technically, that is, uh, there should be some type of punishment. I think Keemstar tweeted out that he spoke to Ninja about it. There was the warning, but that's it. They do move on. They didn't like get disqualified or anything. And there has been a we've already talked about in the past. There's been some people that argue with certain issues that you know have been throwing the word cheating around, and there should be a a, a forfeit. So I was glad to see that be resolved. I don't think Ninja necessarily did it on purpose. I don't really know. I didn't see it live, but Tiny definitely stuck I by. Saw, you saw it? I saw a highlight. It 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 was weird because Ninja's talking to Courage. He's like, "Is this illegal?" He's like, "I don't know if it is because I was still <laughs> trying to get the kill." It was such a weird situation. Yeah. And Ninja was like, "Look, man, I'm gonna do it. If he goes down, I'm literally gonna stop and pick him up." He's like, "I don't know if it's illegal or not, but I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna go for the kill." which he ended up getting, he got the kill. And he was like, if he goes down, I was literally stop and pick him up. Did, so that, did he pick there. him up? Did he go down? He didn't go down. Oh, okay. Which then honestly probably makes it worse. Hmm. 
because then you could be below 30. But yeah. I mean, either way, I, I mm, tough call. Yeah. Um, and the other high profile kind of cheating slash whatever <laughs> you want to call it, uh, was obviously the myth and Hamlin's versus uh, Cypher and Nick. And it's just really funny because I kind of understand what Cypher was going for. He's like, look, there's roughly a 15-second delay on Switch anyways, so if you add that 15-second delay to the minute 45 on the uh, – I'm not sure exactly what page they use, but it's like a off what like an off-Twitch website that plugs in. Like stream elements. Stream, gives or... it a delay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it gives the stream a delay. He said it for 145, and he's like, I got the 15-second delay on Twitch. He's like, that's my two minutes. I'm good. That one I thought was a little bit more of whining and just <laughs> kind of begging than anything else. But, I mean, I yeah. guess at the end of the day, two minutes is two minutes, and you got to do what it said. So, I, I don't think anybody's really out here trying to cheat their way to it all. It's been all kind of just weird situations, but, right. I mean, I don't know. Well, Dr. Disrespect and Crafty, they played against Ghost Ninja and Big Folt's first round, and there was tons of people spamming in the UMG Twitch chat saying that Ghost Ninja and Big Folt's didn't have delays on, and they were lying about it, and everyone knew they did. So I guess uh, they were maybe going to disqualify them and Disrespect and Crafty would move on, but I guess they went forward with Dr. Disrespect and Crafty going to losers. It was kind of weird. There was a lot of people not happy about it. Also, Ghost Ninja and Big Folt's, they play on PlayStation, but they use the keyboard and mouse. So I think that's kind of funny. You Why see, even do that? Though? I don't, like, that <laughs> they have a competitive advantage oh. when they play just on P- PlayStation servers. Well, you're right, because then you got your PlayStation servers, or you got your PlayStation players like like myself, who, right. yeah, some can build, but you can't keep up with a keyboard. Yeah. So I... Yeah, no, that makes sense. I saw it on Reddit, and people were like, well, there's a lot of people with the new, you know, the Pro Builder or Quick Builder, whatever it's called now. Like, people can build just Not as fast. Same. And I'm like, look, 1% of the PlayStation players can build really, really well with the controller. The rest are Nick decent. Merckx. <laughs> Nick Merckx can build with PC players. Yeah. Everyone else, no. If you're a normal gamer, no. Yeah, so I think I personally hate that, like, despise that they play on PlayStation and use uh, a controller and key in the keyboard, but whatever. That's that's just my opinion and my feeling on it. You're gonna if you're gonna play on that server and you're gonna use that system to play, play it the right way. Play with the controller. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, let's go ahead and wrap this up. Then I don't know if there's much left to talk about. Basically, Daquan and Camille's they go ahead and Camille's they drop to uh, phase. They literally played each other three times in a row, like semifinals mm-hmm. throughout the finals. They dropped a phase. They go to the loser's bracket. They go ahead and de- defeat Aimbot. Calvin, King Richard, they come back up. The finals begins. Daquan and uh, Camille's beat them. Of course, they were in the losers. So they have to beat them twice. They go into the last finals round, and uh, TFU and Cloxies, they go ahead and defeat them to become the second time winner, uh, I believe. Which one? Someone donated the 5000 to freaking charity, which I thought was awesome. That's what I was going to say. The one really cool thing that came out of that was that Tfue, of all people, uh, considering his kind of controversial (laughs) attitude and uh, actions and words he's had here in the past few weeks, yes, Tfue was the one that donated his winnings. So that was was definitely cool to see. Um, And I mean... It's, I don't know, I mean, it's always nice to see people giving back. Yeah, for sure. 
definitely to St. Jude. The the whole that whole community that always works at St. Jude always is doing community streams, um, charity streams. They donated crazy amount of money this year, especially with Ninja and Dr. Lupo's all the work shirts. They they've raised tons of money for those kids. So that is definitely really cool. Definitely to see uh, Tfue, who's someone who's has that target on him that people don't like for him to step up, do something good, and be like, look, this is a great tournament, and that 5000 I'm going to go ahead and donate to someone else, and I'll just win next week, and I'll keep that for myself. We'll see. Like, he just, no big right. deal. I love seeing him, man. I love seeing these guys give back. I love, the charity streams are the best. I watched Ninjas when he first did the uh, the Suicide Awareness one, and mm-hmm. I'll be honest, that's the that's the first and probably only time I'll ever just do a live donation to a to a stream but when when someone's doing it for such a good cause and for such a pure reason right there was no there was no ulterior motive there he was doing this for a friend that had recently uh passed and he was doing it to help people in the future so this this stops happening is frequent um so good good on ninja good on anybody that does these kind of charity streams and just keep on keeping up the good work yeah, man, it's definitely uh, pretty cool to see the community and Fortnite as a whole bring this out more and more. Um, I think that's all I have for this this week of that Friday Fortnite. Net, this coming week, I should say. I guess that was last week, technically. This week has not been announced yet. The schedule has not been announced. Maybe Pan and I could record if our schedules permit to talk about before it happens. But this is June 8th. Our final winner is the FaZe Clan. We're going to have to go ahead and look forward to the next week to see if we're going to see... Uh, an org such as FaZe or TSM win it again or if we're going to see just one of these random pairs that are really good together like Ninja he needs to get that dub uh, a lot of people are looking at that to see if he can get a good partner that he meshes well with to maybe get that win that's all I have Panda anything else for this specific uh, for the Friday Fortnite um, not really but you know I thought I thought the fact that you brought up a controller was pretty interesting yeah Ooh, controller you say this uh, episode and the podcast currently does have a nice little sponsor called Fade Grips. Me personally, I am a PC player. I have no use for them right now. But my friend Panda, you have a PlayStation. You use the controller. You just got your Fade Grips. And tell me about them. I did. I got them over the weekend. I got them on Saturday. Um, and me being the gamer that I am, played all weekend. <laughs> uh, rainy weekend. So it was a perfect excuse to stay inside. Um, and I loved them. They. They have a good grip to them. They uh they kind of have some some bumps to them, nice texture, and they're not they're nothing bulky. They're not something that raises the raises the thumb any any bit. It's really just a nice comfortable grip on the on the thumbstick, and it definitely helped me play. I mean, I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna say it was the grips. I'm not gonna say it wasn't the grips. But the next game, I was going off with a shotgun. So definitely definitely enjoyed the feel of them. Um, and they got some cool ones. They got some glow in the dark. They got some uh, kind of, they call them kind of pros. So they definitely have uh, some cool grips out there. All right. So where do they find them? What do they get? How do they help us by buying some of these products? Best way to find them is go to Fade, Fade Grips on Twitter. Uh, in their bio, they have a link to their store. And so what you do is you go, you find whatever grips you want. You go to purchase and you add in discount code. This R Tilted Takes podcast discount code is LLAMA, L-L-A-M-A, LLAMA. Uh, with that discount code, you get 15% off any order from Fade Grips. Nice. Yeah, so if anyone's listening and 
is on the council and would like to look at the website, figure it out. Like you said, go to the Twitter, Fade Grips, figure it out, uh, or you know, follow those links like you kind of mentioned, and uh, see if Fade Grips something. They're not crazy expensive, and they are something different no, that can maybe. They are, they are definitely cheap and affordable, and hey. 15% doesn't hurt either. No, definitely not. All right. Uh, that's a grand tr great transition. Nice little hashtag ad. Sorry. Uh, had to throw that out there before we move on. But <laughs> E3 Fortnite is happening tonight. Uh, we're going to be watching it live, hopefully. Uh, we're not really going to be doing a complete prediction. We're just going to quickly go through some of our favorite, you know, either famous the, the, the famous people or uh, the the competitive player, the pro. Pro-Am is what it's called. There's there's 50 teams. Literally, there's tons of people playing. It's insane. You should The stadium is set up. I'm sure you guys saw it on Twitter. There's a whole stadium with Fortnite in the seats. so cool. There's a nice little trophy for everyone. And all the players have been posting their... You know, things on Twitter with like actual real live, like like the, the harvesting tools and just different things. It's been insane seeing this first, basically the first LAN event for some of this competitive scene. Uh, battle for the golden pickaxe. Yes, there's, there's battle for I'm really interested in, there's just so many, you know, pretty sweet. There's the typical ones that we've been seeing play. Nick Merckx is in here. You know, we got Vigstar. Courage is now showing up to play. There's a lot of, you know people that we we recognize there's a lot i don't recognize as well uh lyric he's a huge streamer but he doesn't really play fortnite that much so that'll be interesting to see him uh, out there competing as well i don't know do you have any favorites when it comes to the famous the celebrity or any of the just the gamers that you're most excited for and maybe maybe the ones that have a chance to win this money for charity uh gamers i mean it's kind of like you said you got c's in this one that'll be pretty cool you got nade shot stone mountain i think think is a pretty interesting one because if you've ever watched his videos of him trolling people on like battlefield and call of duty with his like realistic like drill sergeant voice and stuff like that it's hilarious <laughs> so i think it'll be interesting to see how he plays out um celebrity wise me being the big sports guy i really look forward to myth paul george i really look forward to nick Merck's andre drummond um C's and xavier woods i think will be pretty cool and then nade shot tyrone woodley i mean there's a lot of athletes in here and there's a lot of actors too it's just i'll be i'll be really interested to see which kind of these celebrity slash kind of normal people when it comes to gaming mm -hmm. comes out here and just balls out you got to see this if you look at cyphers right his partner chicago bears tyreek cohen you know he has a luminosity sweatshirt on so you know he's right. an esports fan so yeah like was, seriously yeah you're gonna have to figure out which combo is gonna be the you know the best combo to win it you know you look at you know ninja obviously he has a really really good chance of going off and winning this but marshmallow the big question there though can he see out of the marshmallow head? I don't know, man. How does that work? Did he did he make a new marshmallow head that it allows him to see perfect on Fortnite? Because if he did that, Fortnite is amazing that they made Marshmallow make a new helmet for himself. Like that's insane. <laughs> yeah. Also, will they tro troll Ali A at all? Because I know <laughs> streamers love to troll him. Yeah. Yeah, troll the big YouTuber. Yeah, he's we'll a see. Pete Wentz from Fallout Boy. I think that one's pretty cool. That kills me, man. It's going to be cool to see all these famous people tweeting it out, seeing how many views this pulls in all together for the E3 event. Just And we're going to see how Epic runs it, right? Uh, Keemstar style, I would assume you have all these pairs of twos. I'm assuming it's going to be a slay-out type event. Um, there's tons of names that I don't recognize, of course. The YouTubers, I'm not as much into YouTube as I am into Twitch, I should say, but... 
uh, hip hop artists, bunch of uh, artists as well. Ty Dolla Sign, he's in here. Do you do you think it's gonna be a slayout thing, or do you think because it's fifty teams, it's just gonna be a winner take all kind of thing? I don't know. I I don't know how they're gonna do it, and I couldn't find the actual information on how it was going to be ran. The website does not have I it. know. That's what's disappointing. But I just – the to me, it was like, oh, we have all these pairs of twos. Maybe they're just going to do uh, – match them up for, you know, single elimination, uh, most kills out of two games, or most kills even out of one since there's so many people wins and moves on. I'm really not sure how it's going to work. But I'm definitely interested to see that because you're going to probably see Epic play around with formats on how a competitive scene may work. And I don't know how long this is supposed to last, but I mean, where I think I just saw here that it's a $3 million charity prize pool. Right. So what I would imagine it may end up being something like uh ninjas Vegas. Okay. Yeah. Where there's yeah. a set number of games and just, if you win it, you get, so say there's, I mean, 10, say there's like 10 games and you're doing what was it? 30,000 per, per game or something like that. Yeah, my math might be off there, but <laughs> either way, so you're you're gonna break down the prize pool into a set number of games. So I think I think something like that would be cool, yeah. give people a chance to win either a game or win multiple games, depending on what they do. So we'll be in, I'll be interested to see where it actually, uh, where it all goes with how the setup is. Yeah, I mean, I guess it is epic. They literally can do whatever they want. Private matches, custom matches, have their own lobby, everyone on the same server. That makes a lot of sense. And also splitting up the money, I think, is a good idea. That way, Nate Shot, he wins one, for instance. He gets some a little bit of money for his charity. And it's not like all that money goes for just one charity. So I think that's really cool. That Exactly. I think so that, it would spread it out and help a lot of people. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think. And honestly, I'd be really hyped to see if Epic decides, like, you know what? This is something we're setting up. This is something that we're doing. Let's throw a little twist in here. Maybe they drop. <laughs> Maybe they drop a new location. Maybe they Ooh. drop a new... I mean, obviously, the new gun dropped today. So that'll be in there. But, I mean, maybe Ooh. they drop Maybe they drop something else. You never know. Maybe they add some sort of little twist in there to make it a, make nice, a little spicy. A nice reveal live on the during the competitive thing. Yes. Speaking of competitive, did you see what Faye... Which one of the... What a Faye's guy tweeted it out. But it was like that sign that said uh, 50 cities... Uh, let me, I'm going to find it. You know what I'm talking about or no? I do. Uh, it was um, one of the Fortnite news outlets on Twitter that we all follow. Um, he had tweeted out the picture, and it was talking about uh, 50, 50 cities, cities, 50 events. There you go. Yeah. Um, so almost like a like a cross country tournament play, just different kind <laughs> of events that they'll do. I, I'm not sure exactly what it is, but yeah. it leaves the mind to imagination. There. I think that was a, a tease that was released that maybe Epic has in the plan of literally just traveling across the world, hosting events, and just that's where that esports money is going to go. And it's going to be, I don't know, it's going to be more a more open competition maybe instead of like this exclusive only the pros are playing in this. I don't know how it's going to go. It's going to be insane. But I thought that was interesting, uh, a, a teaser towards what competitive may be and what Epic maybe start doing. Right. And, you know, I it, I keep hating, hate to throw my sports in here, but being a Patriots fan like I am, there's always the whole in Belichick we trust. And you know what? <laughs> Epic hasn't done anything to prove us wrong. 
or given us anything bad or hasn't listened to any of us. To uh, listen you, to you any of the us. jetpacks? So you know what? <laughs> uh, yeah, I hated them, but they're also gone now. It's not like they stayed. True, true. Um, hey, hey, in Epic We Trust. Right, right. That's the new slogan of the podcast, in Epic We Trust. No, I think yes, that's going to be... Epic We Trust. That's the best part about what we're doing right now and just Epic as a whole is we are just have all these options and we get to sit here and just make up our own ideas and we're not wrong. I mean, listen, guys, we, we may just sit here and ramble, so we can't fact check everything we say, but uh, it it's going to be nice to uh, just see what happens with the whole competitive scene as a whole. E3 is happening tonight, so when you guys listen to this, it's already over. So I don't know who won. I'm going to say Ninja probably won some money. Myth probably won some money. Maybe some of these other really, really good quote-unquote pro players, the ones that stream all the time, maybe some courage. Tim, no way. He probably fell off a mountain and died. Um, (laughs) Tim Damage. (laughs) Tim Damage for sure. Yeah, I think E3 is going to be a fun event. This could uh this could definitely set up some interesting like uh 1v1s at the end like say say Marshmallow goes down early but Ninja stays alive and then <laughs> you end up like with the Ninja sees one on one build battle to end it all. So I I am definitely excited to watch um as of right now we're looking at T minus 30 minutes man so I'm pumped. Yeah, it is going to be a fun time. Um I don't know, man. I don't think I have anything else really for E3. We we don't have a bracket. We don't have the exact format, so we can't really make complete predictions. All I know, there's tons of people. The event is going to be all fancy and glamorous as a whole. So I think it's just going to be fun for the the community to watch and uh, see how it, how it goes down. Yeah, man. I'm definitely pumped. Um, it's a good thing for charity, like we said earlier. Um, everybody's helping out everybody, so... I don't know. Now it's just time to play the games. I guess so. Um, we have all of our links are out except for Spotify. Spotify is putting a little hole on podcasts for now. They're doing like reworking the podcast system on Spotify, I believe. So once they fix that, I think our show should be being put on Spotify. Google Play, iTunes, um, gosh, Stitcher should be up. YouTube is up. Literally all of our links are live. They are on our Twitter page at Tilted Takes. You can also find me and Panda's uh, Twitter as well, uh, Endless55VG, and it's the Panda Bear. Follow us there. Keep up with us. Start uh, joining on the conversation. But again, if you have iTunes or Google Play, make sure you subscribe. If you like what you're hearing, leave the reviews. It helps us out. It helps other people out that can find the show, especially if they're fans of Fortnite. That way they can see uh, all the show's possibilities. But uh, I, I think that pretty much does it for this episode. I, am I missing anything, Panda? Is there anything we missed? Not that I can think of, man. I think we've touched it all. I think we've gone gone into about as much as we can with these two events. All right. Well, going forward here again, we don't have a set schedule. It's pretty much whenever we have something we want to talk about, we jump on and record. I know that's not ideal, but for now, we're just going to do it and release as many episodes as we can when we come up, uh, when the ideas come upon us. Interview will be happening soon. I haven't talked to Pan about it completely, but we're going to try to get our first interview set up just so we can talk about you know, the comp scene with someone who's been involved with it recently and just paying attention to it, uh, you know, closer and closer. So that'll be good just for the listeners to hear another voice. That'd be good for Pan and I to learn more about the scene. But other than that, I think that's all we have. GG's, man? Is it GG's? GG's. I'm down for that. All right. I'll talk to you later.